0: Welcome into Think Deeper for our final episode of the year. What we've got for you guys today is actually a live recording we did on, on Facebook Live on December 23rd. Uh, it was a, a great time, a really enjoyable hangout. A number of uh, of our deep thinkers were there, uh, commenting, uh, sharing in the the live stream with us, and so. We're going to share the audio from that this week. Um, if you did not get to participate in the live and, and leave your comments and feedback, uh, if you're catching this on YouTube or on your podcast feed, uh, reach out and comment, reach out and participate. We, we uh, kind of had a more lighthearted year-end episode here, uh, played some some games and choose this or that kind of thing, And so uh, join in. Uh, we're still checking the comments on that on our, our Facebook page, the Focus Press Facebook page, and uh, on, on the YouTube channel as well. And so... Uh, yeah, uh, Next, we'll we'll definitely let you guys know the next time we're going to do it. It was a great time, uh, but this the audio we've got for you today will be what we broadcasted there on the 23rd. And so this being our last episode of the year, we hope everyone had a Merry Christmas and uh, have a great time enjoying New Year's this next uh, upcoming weekend. And we'll be back with our more standard content January 2nd, starting the new year off with uh, an episode kind of outlining a blueprint for the church's future. So I'll be looking for that starting in the new year, Lord willing. Uh, but for this week, here's our live episode. This is, as I said, our year-end episode. It's going to be a little more informal. We're not tacking, tackling the heavy topics like we sometimes do. And we we hope you guys will participate if you're watching this live. And if you're coming back and watching it later, I know some of you are going to listen to this on the podcast later. You can hit us up on YouTube with your comments, your thoughts. But especially live, we're going to do some this or that kind of choosing. In fact, we got a three, two, one format. We're gonna do three things, two things, one thing. Ending in uh, our our probably most famous segment is Hot Takes with Joe. And so we're doing a (laughs) special year-end edition of Hot Takes where we each brought one hot take. And so we're gonna finish with that on our three, two, one. But let's start off with number three, three hymns. Give us an overrated hymn or church song, underrated, properly rated. Who's jumping Will, in? you start.
1: You start. Oh, me to start. Okay. <laughs> and again,
0: if <laughs> uh, right, so. if if you're listening, underrated song, church song, properly rated, overrated, uh, go ahead and leave your thoughts.
1: Yeah, this is one of the things always interesting to see um, which ones people like and don't like.
0: So there were two
1: that kind of made my final cut for, I'm going to do overrated first. Um, just two that I've never really, I, I'm only going to give one just in case one of it is, or I don't want to take one of y'all's. How great thou art is not that great. I'm, I am not a big fan of How Great Thou Art, and I know that that's going to maybe get me canceled. Are you by sure? That, whoa, whoa, ass. whoa! We're not to the hot takes yet, buddy. <laughs> yeah, We're not to the hot takes yet. Yeah. Man. Holy <laughs> that's smokes, that's rough. I'm what? Not, not a big fan, and I don't. I don't even think it's from. You know how some songs get oversang. I don't even think that's really for me. I've I've just never really liked the song. Um, you know, I know it's classic. I know it's one of the ones that everybody loves. Not my thing. So, yeah, I don't know if any of y'all have a one that's spicier than that. Uh, I'm going to go properly rated next. Um, And this one, I don't know if this one's going to make this one is one that does get oversang, but I think it's properly rated. Our God, he is alive. I really like that song. I think that's a really good one. And I know that gets. (laughs) So my dad speaks on the weekends and when I was growing up with him, we would go maybe 20, 25 weekends a year. And I, I am pretty sure at ninety five percent of the weekend seminars that Dad went to, they would sing how uh, our God He is alive on Sunday. Like just saying all the time, it's just kind of a Church Christ anthem is the way I'd put it. But I really like it. I think it's really good. Um, so I would, I think that one's properly rated. Underrated. I'm gonna go. I'm assuming y'all. I'm, I am a poor wayfaring stranger. Y'all heard that one. I don't think so. I'm certainly yes. not gonna sing it. Yeah. It's oh, come got on. kind of a it's got kind of a not creepy melody, but the melody is is very, very interesting. You'll have to go listen to it after this. But the that one to me is underrated because it it doesn't get sung a lot. Uh sounds really pretty. Um the words I really like. Um again, hopefully some of our listeners know that song. Um uh, man, you guys have been in the church of Christ your whole life and don't know I'm a poor wayfaring stranger.
2: <laughs> no, I do. I and I'm sure if you sang it, I would know it. Um Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna bless you with, nah, with that. Come um, on,
1: I'll, maybe Couldn't after be we're worse off year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so those are my three, though. Those are my three.
2: I'll tell you what's kind of creepy, but I love it. I call it the Godfather song. As Flea as a Bird," uh, like yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. The, and, uh, <laughs> that's that what I call like it. That. It sounds like a Godfather yeah, thing, you does. know. Um, no, that's that's a. Uh, I I love the song, but it definitely sounds like it. All right. Um, don't okay. Give a three. I'll go next. So I would start with the most overrated, and I'm gonna get into this actually with bit of my hot take um coming up so uh spoiler alert i cannot stand the greatest commands
0: whoa i cannot you stand stole mine i'm right there with the you. greatest Dude. commands paul said do everything decently in an order and four people or four parts singing different songs at the same time is not in order i, I yeah, just can't it
1: sounds good i mean no
0: i and it gives nothing
2: it gives no edification okay. it, it's nothing especially it as a good. bass it's like Uh, yeah the bass is the lamest uh, part okay yeah exactly yeah um well we disagree uh, there for sure there's a lot of led zeppelin songs that sound good too but i'm not singing them in church (laughs) so if we're going off of what sounds good you know it's it so okay Okay. that's my overrated my properly rated i think is "It Is well with my soul um love that song love i almost thought about putting this underrated because of how good that is um i think it's it's great and my underrated is, and it's, the lyrics are so simple, but as a call to worship, um, be still and know. I love be still and know, and I love humble yourselves inside of the Lord. I still remember Dean Murphy getting up at, at Bear Valley and leading that. And it's just always so good as a call to worship. Um, I love that, but be still and know, I sing it to the kids um, growing up, I, growing up, they're still young. Harrison though, got it for probably every night of the first two and a half years of his life. Uh, saying that one a lot but i changed it to instead of be still and know that i am god be still and know that he is god because i don't want my two-year-old thinking i'm god um but you know yeah, just exactly in, just in case <laughs> but i love that song and i think again as a call to worship it's just the perfect like let's calm down let's let's recognize and get serious about it so that's my answer
1: so real quick jack before you go i'm looking on facebook right now and i see my wife commented um that she commented the old rugged cross is overrated that was the other one i was going to throw out there for mm. overrated
0: i get it i don't mm. and i
1: and she put because it's slow i'm not a big fan of the way the cross kind of seems idolized in that song yeah. um it's like it mentions yeah. jesus once and the rest of the time is you know 90 of the song is focusing on the, the cross itself and i know i get the meat the sentiment behind it but my wife and i are on the same page and that's pretty cool i would Shout also throw today. in
2: jack i'll let you take grace commands and go off on that for a second mansions over the hilltop yeah way overrated I'm not a fan of that. I just yeah. don't Isn't like it, that song. I, I
1: would say his mansion is also not a, the proper translation of where that's from, right? It's not, John, and it's John, John all me,
0: me, me, you know. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm okay with being poor here because I'm going to be rich someday. Like, And I know that's not really the meaning, but kind of is. All right, so uh, my... Oh, I'll start with overrate. I said greatest commands. Uh, uh, Titus in the comments tacked on someday for similar reasons. Mm. And, and he's right. It's just chaotic. Just too much going on there. Um, so... Greatest Commands, uh, let's see, I need a Properly Rated. uh, It's kind of funny that you picked Our God, He Is Alive. That was going to be one of mine, or my other one was going to be How Great Thou Art. It's just a great song. So, (laughs) Properly Rated. uh, Underrated. uh, I love His Grace Reaches Me. Uh, Mm, Fantastic song. Uh, That one, I had another one, but I I think I'll go with that one. So, um, let's see, we had... Uh, somebody say "Greatest Commands" is their favorite song. Sorry, we we on your favorite song. Hey, I'm with you. Whoever that uh, was, I'm I'm with you. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: get into it in just a second. Why never? No, yeah. And then an underrated "Come Share the Lord." Uh, so that that's mm-hmm. a good one. As well. oh, oh, that's Lord a Supper great one. It really great is. one. Um. All right, so that was our three overrated, underrated, properly rated. Tell us uh, if we're wrong. Greatest commands is kind of the big dividing line here, and how great they are. So come on, you know, uh, just... tell us, tell us who's That's right. That's blasphemy, though. One was one
2: was written in like the nineties. How great thou art. The greatest is, like,
1: commands is literally straight scripture, Joe. That's literally what it is.
2: Overrated.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's straight scripture. If we all read the verse at different times at the same time, yeah. Like, have you, know, you ever read First Corinthians twelve through fourteen? Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I. It's the singing to one another. Like I can't hear what you're saying. You can't. Like it, it makes a nice noise together, but the words kind of get lost in the shuffle. Okay. Whatever um, say. Yeah. Again, if you're you're listening, or if you're catching it later on YouTube, you're hearing on the podcast. I would later, love to uh, know
1: if this it really is the divide. I would. We like might have to, to put a wh- poll wh- up. What's the poll here? What which side does the public fall on? Yes. Wheel side we'll, or Jack we'll, and we'll drop side a poll.
0: Maybe. I'm sure I can yeah. do that like somewhere on here, but I don't have any idea. Um. All right. Uh, overrated. Jack sounds like such an old man. I, I don't. Yeah, know how to exactly. Work any of this I technology. seriously, man. Hey, like... hey, son. He calls Robbie in. Can uh, yeah. you <laughs> I'm I'm outside of my element here. Um, which is funny that Facebook is the thing I don't know how to run. I mean, that's the better, <laughs> the, uh, the old, uh, social media anyway. All right. So that was our three. Number two, this or that. We've got uh, a few questions of choose one. Um, Sermon on the Mount or Pentecost. If you could be present for one the problem is i don't speak greek or hebrew so I'm, you know like it, it, assuming you have a translator it'd be,
2: it'd be the same as
0: greatest commands
2: can't understand the <laughs> other <of it. laughs>
0: sorry god
1: well, everybody was hearing in their own language so you wouldn't yeah. have a problem right okay,
0: there you go Yeah, that's pretty good somebody All else right. go first almost. so yeah joe sermon on the uh, mount or pentecost if you had to be present for one or the i other? mean the
2: sermon on the mount is basically kind of a giving of the new law type of thing like it, it's i'd have to say that first off being in the presence of jesus though the miracles taking place at Pentecost would be wild, the starting of the church. Now, that's a tough one, but I would say 3, Sermon on the Mount. Baptized, yeah. Sermon on the Mount, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. I Again, like you said, it's Jesus. Uh, it's everything that he laid out in that teaching, the way, I mean, like how revolutionary it was and shaking up everything they knew. Uh, but man, the sound like a violent rushing wind, tongues like flames over their heads, hearing people in the tongues, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean like I said I don't speak Greek or Hebrew. I wouldn't have to. I would have heard Peter in English, which is crazy. Um yeah. so what are you yeah. going with Jack? Sermon on the Mount.
1: Man, that's the one I was going to say. So now I got to figure out how I can make a case for the other one.
0: Yeah, no. Being in the, no the Sermon on the Mount here. is
1: is my uh those are like my three favorite chapters in the New Testament. I just mm-hmm. I love reading that. There's so many I mean you could preach a year's worth of sermons just on those three chapters. And so being able to hear that like Joseph being in the presence of Jesus yeah, I think we're going to go three for three on that. Sermon on the Mount was definitely the one that I would go with there.
2: All right. No, I think there is a strong enough case on the other side that if somebody knew yeah. that, it would be really yeah. difficult to be like, oh, you're well, on, to, like... To
1: be able to say, and not that, it, you know, you want to necessarily maybe not brag about this, but, you know, I, w- I was there the day the church was founded type of thing. Yeah, That would be, yeah, that no would be pretty cool, Yeah, you know, to say that you were there for that yeah. and to witness it all.
0: Yeah. If uh, if you're watching with us, tell us uh, which one would you rather be there for? So Sermon on the Mount or Pentecost? All right. Our next this or that. Uh, Which one do we want to do first? Let's do the Old Testament thing. All right. Knowing what you know now. So you're already a Christian. You know the plan of salvation. You know the church roughly and all that. And if if you could only study one for the rest of your life, Old Testament or new, which one are you going with? Jack, you got to start this one. Okay. It is my turn to go first, isn't it? Oh, man. Old Testament. It's bigger. Uh, You know, the Psalms, Hmm. you, you could... Do forever the kings i mean there's the exodus the typology you know i'm really into the typology if, if people listen to uh the episodes you know sometimes I'll, I'll throw in stuff that i've learned from there of stuff that's foreshadowing jesus the church and, and things like that uh the prophets yeah I, I think i would go with the old testament i think you stole my answer because because
2: before we got on it's like well who i you I was, I was so? going, I was going old testament
0: no, oh my. I, I was thinking old testament anyway i mean like that's not to put down the New Testament, Will. No. <laughs> like, I'm not going. Ah, nobody needs that. No, needs but... that? I
1: was gonna say I-, I like to study Jesus. I don't know about you
0: guys. Apparently not. <laughs> but no, so, well, I'm no. That's kidding. the thing is I do. That's why I'm picking the Old Testament. Yeah, that's deep. exactly it. Mean, that's you know, all. Fair like, enough. Previews. It... I'm. <laughs> I was gonna make a really stupid comparison. I'm not. Go ahead. I, I oh, now just, we have I'm to. I'm going.
1: Though. I'm. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta reveal it in a second. I'm going New Testament for sure. Um, I don't know. Just so much about studying what jesus said what he did and then obviously the way the that the church operates today you know i'm not going to be arrogant enough to say that i already know all that so i'm gonna go to the old testament i don't like there's just so much there and there's so much real life application there to to be able to say i'm you're going to be cut off at malachi for the rest of your life sorry habakkuk i'm leaving you in the dust and going with you know ephesians and galatians i'm going to be arrogant enough
2: to say that i that i know enough (laughs) um no i would say old testament wise I'm very weak Old Testament wise, you know, especially as you get into 1st, 2nd Samuel and Kings and the Chronicles. Like I'm telling you as a kid, and this is not to brag at all. As a matter of fact, it shows how poorly I did. I read through the Bible three times. It was, you know, like each year you just kind of read through. Yeah, pat yourself on the back. There are times where somebody reads something and I go, I've never read that in my life. Right. usually like from you didn't, one of those you didn't
1: retain it yeah
2: exactly like i've never heard that in my life well yeah I, clearly i have i've read through the bible you know the entirety but the problem was i was probably falling asleep for half of it um you know as you read it at night and so that's a reading comprehension thing that the reason i didn't do great on my act's um i would say being able to go back and dig to dig into those but also to jack's point the typology knowing how christ relates when you dig into the old testament the more i dig into the old the more it reveals about the new not that i know everything about the new or anywhere close to it but i've spent the well majority of all my bible study studying specifically the pauline epistles um but there's so much that i know nothing about old testament wise so yeah that's my answer
0: yeah well i mean like we had the the gender episodes um that we did earlier in the year where like genesis 1 through 3 we did almost a month on genesis 1 through 3 and and touching like one corner of the subject there and so I, I just, I think there's a lot there. I think there's a lot um, never ending. Plus, I mean, like if you're really into literature, you know, like epics, uh, you've got that in the Old Testament, reading through the Kings and the Chronicles and Samuel and Judges. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So much. And
2: again, stuff. for our listeners, this is knowing what we know now. Not like if we right. were coming. Of course, if we knew nothing, it would be New Testament, of course. Um, knowing what we know in our current
0: level of study. Right. Just to, again, make that in case you're not being up. Right. Okay. Next one. All right. Somebody else is starting. Uh, this is our, our last of the this or that. Uh, and I, I guess you guys can participate in listening, uh, especially live, but uh, this is, I guess, more for us, the hosts. Which podcast guest would you choose? If you could have one as a podcast guest, Paul or Moses? This is similar to the last question in, in old or new, but... Uh,
1: yeah, I think it's my turn to go first. Yeah, go um, ahead. Man, with Moses, you've got the author of the first five books of the Bible, you've got the guy who took them across the Red Sea, took them into the wilderness, got to see the promised land didn't get so much there with Moses and I'm still gonna go Paul, I think. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. when you think about how much of the New Testament was written by Paul, you think about you think about things you think of mainly just because of his transformation to go from being a zealot or zealous um, Pharisee, you know subscriber or keeper of the law to being the most successful evangelist of all time to be able to get him on the podcast and or on a podcast and talk about hey what was it like when you were on the road to damascus hey you know that 3 days where you couldn't see what was going through your head you know all those things you know i i'm, I'm going paul on that just because of how integral he is to the understanding of the way the church started all all the people he met as he was going on these missionary journeys, you could ask him about, hey, what was it like meeting this person? What was it like? Why did you have such a problem with John Mark? You know, all these things that are just really fascinating to me that I would want to ask Paul um on Think Deeper if we could have him. But how about y'all?
0: Joe, go ahead. I'll I'll finish this one and then we'll start hot takes with you. Will makes we'll
2: make such a strong case. Um, I'm I'm waffling. When you first said it, I'm like, oh, well, Moses. And then I thought, well, Paul, I think I'm back to Moses and just I would love to hear the story of him being on Sinai, like what must that have been like to be there? We were actually just, you know, talking to the guy that earlier this morning, Jack and I were about, um, Exodus 31 and, and, you know, God coming down and just the lightning and the thunder and him answering the voice of thunder, like, whoa. And to see that and for him to be, you know, to see the, um, uh, to see the burning bush and all, I mean, Boy, I don't know. I, I would love to talk to Paul from a questions perspective, Paul. From a narrative let him talk perspective, Moses. So if you're it saying was like just, interview style, both, Joe.
0: Paul. I mean like it,
2: it, no 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 interview <laughs> okay. style. If interview podcast you wanted-
1: guests though. If you could only have one. It would depend on
2: the type of podcast. Oh, we like back and no, forth, so it'd be as, Paul. Pick one. If it was okay, a which
0: <sighs> type of podcast you're doing then. Nice try, Paul. think I
2: think i <laughs> I think I'd go with Moses
0: actually yeah, joe's mean, not a
1: big joe's not a big new testament guy clearly <laughs> yeah clearly
0: not <laughs> the case Paul's for paul arrogant. is is good but uh yeah i think i'm moses because again i like the 120 years uh you've got the plagues i mean like how crazy that was oh, the yeah. burning bush how crazy that was sinai how crazy that was of course, moses the wandering yeah i mean that the the I parting think... of the red sea i mean like all the things he saw but that relationship with god and the bonus one that hasn't been mentioned is the transfiguration. I want to know, like, yeah, what yeah. happened there? What were you guys talking about up there? And, you know, so he, it, it gives us yeah. a little bit, but not really much. But I much, think the difference
1: but... here with this is there's, I would say, 80 to 90% of Moses' life was laid out that we where we can read it. Paul, not so much. That's true. You have a much smaller percentage of Paul's life, and so there's so much more to explore and kind of find out about. Whereas Moses is like... Okay, you crossed the Red Sea. We read about that. Okay, the plagues. We read about that. Like how? I guess how much further light could he shed on those things? I was just
2: I thinking about it. We asked Moses, what was it like? And he just opens the Bible. Yeah, yeah I yeah. wrote about it here. Just yeah, read exactly. this. Like, no, 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 no. But what you was it like? You have my he's journal, like, like, man. It's right here. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's very true. That's a great point. Ah, Yeah, tough one.
0: Gloria would oh. vote for Moses. She's got a little book in it and it has Bible drawings in it. It has Saul you know, before the conversion and, and he's got like a mean face. She said, I don't, I don't want to meet him at Jesus' house. I'm going to be shy around him. So that's There's, I'm like, no, he's nice now. No, he's not. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I'm going to need
1: you two to disagree on something before the end
0: of the episode. We're almost like, y'all are, people, okay? almost like y'all are yeah. brothers. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we do agree too much. But, hey, that's what you're here for, Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I guess so. <laughs> somebody for us to team up against. Uh, we got, in fact, our sister commented, Moses. Uh, a couple votes for Paul. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you to those who are joining in there. That's an interesting one, uh, similar to the Old Testament, New Testament one. My mom messaged and said she thought I was going to ask which one was your favorite podcaster of the three of us. <laughs> Please don't comment that. I don't want to start a poll. I would lose. So it'd be uh, pretty funny. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, don't. I don't want to do that.
1: Um, yeah, our wives just get on and comment us. <laughs> like Rachel comments, Will and Alyssa comments, Joe.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would Nobody hope. Else, now this is an interesting <laughs> comment uh, from Nathan here about. Uh, he wants to say Paul, but from a historical pe- uh, perspective, so many people try to discredit Moses. There's so much mm. about, like, he didn't do that, that, that's not real, that's an exaggeration, whatever else. So that would be interesting. Uh, you know, you so Moses,
2: were you part of the P document, or the E, right. words,
0: or, the, or the Q document? Like right, right. And I mean, I guess that goes back That's around true. to, he would just say it's, it's written right there. This is God's word, but you know, still like talking to the guy would be, interesting. that'd be interesting. And nice thing is we won't have to choose someday. I don't think there's going to be think deeper podcast in heaven, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll at least get to have that chat with him. All right. The year end edition of hot takes with Joe oh, boy. Oh, boy. in which we all get to drop a hot take. And so, uh, who's, who's leading the line on hot takes with hot takes with, I
1: all, think Joe's got to go first on this one. That's true.
2: It
0: is your all segment. Right, all
1: right.
2: I've been thinking about this, and I, I put this one out to my wife, and I don't know how this one's not going to be received super well. For please I don't, don't, please don't get us in so much trouble, oh, No, no. That's I
0: don't think holiday. it's going no trouble. has no
1: idea what this is, by
2: the way. Tis the season to be jolly. No. Nice. Um, I think songbooks with the four-part harmonies are killing Christian music. That's my hot take. And let me explain it. I went over to Ghana. I was fortunate enough to go to Ghana a couple of years and, and do some mission work and um, teach in Bible Bible school over there. And um, in Accra, they had a church of seven hundred, which was the biggest I had attended at the time. May still be the biggest I had attended. No song. I, I don't know that they had songbooks. If they did, it certainly didn't have any of the four part harmony. Um, some of the greatest singing was everybody on key. Not even close the heart behind the singing because we weren't worried about did i hit this did i hit that oh this is my part where we go low this is why i can't stand the greatest commandments to me it's all about beauty and the song
1: not the commands
2: themselves right yeah (laughs) (laughs) not a big fan of those either yeah not a big fan of those not big on the whole
0: love thing yeah yeah um
2: so i think it is a detriment and everybody i know who very much pushes the four-part harmony It destroys the people that like me who don't sing super well. I'm not great on the four-part harmony. And you find yourself going, where do I fit into this? For a long time, and I'm starting to come around at Jackson Temple, but for a long time, I couldn't stand singing. I would rather listen to 20 sermons in a row than have to go to Devo, you know, at somebody's house and sing like 20 songs. Just not my thing. Because anytime you get into the four-part harmony, if you don't know exactly where you fall, well, I can't really hit the bass notes or I'm not a tenor or I just... Yeah, well, you can sing melody, but it's like, the problem is those books very much force you into one. And I find myself, and then maybe this is just a me thing. I find myself looking at the notes instead of the words nine times out of 10. So when we come together, when we're singing at a Devo now, especially I'm starting to like them more, not the Devo songs themselves as much, but where you're just singing out to God and I can really focus on the words and I don't have to focus on hitting every single note. Four-part harmonies aren't ruining the church Books that very much focus on and push us toward the four-part harmonies, in my opinion, ruins the spirit behind singing, and it gets us into, is it beautiful, and you miss the words completely, and the whole point of singing.
1: That's what I was going to ask you when you said, it's killing, how did you put it, it's killing?
2: I think it's killing the spirit of singing. So can you one more time
1: elaborate on, on what you mean by that? Just you're saying because you're having to focus on the singing itself. Everybody's so words.
2: everybody's focused so much on the beauty of it and technical uh, aspect of singing and hitting the note just right. Did I sing this one? And, oh, I'm supposed to go high and set low. And then you're like, oh, man, I'm off. And and I don't think this is a technical base. Enough with the technicalities, right? With with the technical spirit or the technical portion of singing, are you singing with your whole heart to God? If you're singing out. That's all that matters. I find those that very much push, again, the perfection of the four-part harmony, in my opinion, miss out on a lot of that. They're so busy worried about the technical portion of the music that they miss the spirit and the words behind it. And the, the words of a song, like how great thou art, uh, our God, he is alive, things like that. The, the, the words, it is well with my soul. Just read through the words without even the music and you'll notice the power behind these songs. Four-part harmony to me, uh, the books that push it i'm not against people singing in that i think it is pretty but is this just me maybe i'm way off do you find yourself reading the notes instead of the music itself it I seems see like the that case for what
0: you're saying i don't think it's as drastic as uh drawback as you're saying but i could see how simpler uh, you know i know some people that are just really into psalm chanting which number one gets you back into the psalms but Number two, the chanting right. is like everybody's singing the exact same way uh and so it's right again much more lyric driven and let me also say this real fast. We all have the diva.
2: Our church doesn't. We've all been to churches where there's the diva, the woman who's got this, you know, <laughs> operatic voice who just it's loves to fake. go because yeah. she's the she's the, you know, she could go to the Philharmonic or whatever. Good for you. We're here to sing together. The Saint, the, the Saint, the Lisa show or the Karen show or whatever, like we're here to to Our apologies to right. anybody named Lisa. Anybody named Lisa <laughs>
0: Karen who sings loud. Sorry. Um Joe's Joe's like on so many people's lists. The Lisa's, the Karen's, the Gladys's. Oh, <laughs> Gladys so. <was> right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's and, an
1: interesting thought, though, Joe. I, I I can I'm with Jack. I can see, and I think there are almost certainly are people that take it way too far into the making sure that everything sounds just right and make sure their voice sounds just right and they are not even paying attention to what they're singing or saying. I think the phrase "killing the spirit" it might be a little bit strong, but I can see where you're coming from.
2: Let me, okay, I'll I'll pass it off after this. I was recently at church where the guy literally stopped the song and like chided everybody
0: for not singing well. Um, that happened to you again. You said recently. Recently, I remember that happened to us when we were growing up. But wow. no, that happened when we
2: were growing up. That that's another one. Recently, really? this happened where it was like. And, and starting a new song, trying to learn a new song, not everybody is, well, we're trying to learn it. And what are you trying to learn? You're not learning the words. You're trying to notice based off where am I supposed to go on the four-part harmony. And it wasn't okay, fantastic. Okay, I guess my, my
1: counter argument would be you got to have some kind of
2: order to, it. you know, otherwise no doubt.
1: let's just all sing whatever tune we want. Well, you can't do that.
2: No, I agree. There has to be. And that's the whole point of the four-part is to initially learn it. And so to learn any new song, but that's not technically the case because my parents, there's a great guy that came to Miller Street who was teaching how to, how to sing through the Psalms and they all got together and they decided on this, this hymn and they created a song from, I think Psalm 96 or something like that. It was really cool. There was no four part harmony there. There was, this is what we're choosing to sing and we sang it out and it was, and and we'd actually still sing some of those on Wednesday night devos and such, or Wednesday night uh, services where it was a singing service. And we pull out some of those songs and sing it. There was no songbook involved. We're all singing in unity. So there was clearly a unifying aspect there but we didn't have the everybody's got to be you know hit that harmony hit the melody and make sure we're getting it just right so maybe i'm i may be pushing it a little too hard but man i think a lot of christian music has lost the zeal with which a lot of these songs were intended i mean if you're if you're it is well my soul is one of my favorite songs if you're reading through that second verse and not almost coming to tears my, right. sin, my sin, oh, the sin bliss of, this, the of whole, this glorious right, yeah. right, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord. Like, if, if that isn't powerful and hitting you on a different level because you're too worried about getting it right, you missed it.
1: The evidence behind what you're saying is look around at people's spirits when they're singing. And I don't right. know if you could necessarily fully blame this on the four-part harmony thing, but you got a lot of people just going through the motions. But right, interesting thought yeah interesting
0: That's... all right will jack you want me to go next okay go for it
1: um this is another one that i need to fully explain before anybody jumps on and this may not be all that hot of a take but well
0: hold on before you do uh just to our yeah. live listeners what do you think we've got one or two saying what they think on uh the the four part harmony four part harmony thing give us your thoughts uh and then will will give us another one are you able to agree with to read
1: any I, I don't have it pulled up are they agreeing with joe not yeah. agreeing with joe uh
0: except uh our sister disagrees, so that'll be fun uh, Christmas dinner sitting around the table. <laughs> oh. so. Well, you're wrong, Rach, but thanks. Yeah, shout out to Rach. Okay. All right. Okay. Nice.
2: <laughs> Will, go for it.
1: Nice. Okay, so I see, I've observed this, I guess, really in the past two, three years. Um, I think a lot of congregations, and this is going to sound terrible, Overemphasize emphasize evangelism and underemphasize emphasize keeping their families that are already within mm. the church, out of the world, if that makes sense. It's like, and, and whenever somebody might hear me say we overemphasize evangelism, I'm like what on earth? How could you overemphasize evangelism? What I mean is we spend all this money, all this time trying to filter. And what we, and the other thing is what we really mean is baptize them. We don't mean make disciples. We mean, get them in the water so that we can say we baptize 40 people through this program or 41 people this year. We spend so much time and energy doing that. And what, and again, generalization, I understand. What do a lot of congregations have a massive hole where their families are just falling through the cracks? They've got stuff going on and the elders aren't addressing them. They've got their, their kids. The young people are becoming more and more worldly by the year. Um, basically we spend so much time trying to make sure that we can kind of, sounds bad, but boost our baptism numbers Mm. that we're not discipling our families that are already within the fold. We're not making sure that fathers are leading their home spiritually. We're not not making sure that young people are striving to be godly young men or godly young women. We're just so overly focused on making sure that, again, that we get people bad. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. We need to be evangelized. We need to fulfill the great commission. say,
2: Will, saying, don't go out and evangelize everybody. (laughs) That's not what I'm
1: saying. What I'm saying is- I see a problem when that's our the majority of our focus and we're kind of pushing aside I agree. the families within our congregations that have real struggles and that let's be honest are going by the way of the world. But mm-hmm. because they're already baptized and because we don't need to evangelize to them, it has become again something that kind of gets pushed to the side. So I don't know if I articulated that well enough but what do y'all have to to add to that?
0: I agree. I think it in with a lot of, you know, my stuff i i'm I'm real passionate about with the church reset thing of like you're trying to bring in customers you're just trying to get the numbers of as many people in the door as possible and it's not about the numbers it's not about as many people as possible it's about how many people can you bring to maturity and and get to fulfill a role and get to live and walk in jesus's footsteps and if you bring a bunch of people in but none of them are doing that you didn't actually do anything
1: well and i Right, and I guess what I see is so much of – well, let, let, let's have a meeting or let's have a budget meeting about how many new ways we can reach out and how many new ways we can – and all that's great, but we're neglecting discipling families. We're neglecting discipling young people that are already in the church. We're neglecting those things. It's, let's just – again, let's see how much money we can we can put towards getting more people baptized, and again, typically – We leave it at baptize. We baptize them. Great. Good luck for the rest of your life. Basically, we're not going to do any other kind of discipling, but because we got them in the water. It can count toward our end of the year baptism count. Well, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Misunderstanding about the Great Commission that I, I have written on and talked about a lot is it's not strictly an evangelism text. It's a complete discipleship disciple make disciples, disciples. Text. right baptize them and then teach them to observe all I command you. Like if you go get them baptized, you didn't do it. I, this is really interesting comment we got. Uh, Rusty says overemphasizing corporate evangelism yet underemphasizing personal evangelism. And so like the big events, try and get people into the the big house. But rather than having your neighbor over and sitting across your table kind of thing. where I think the corporate thing,
1: one of the things with members is not only are they not being a disciple, but it's like, oh, the church is kind of taking care of that for us. They're hosting this big event. They're doing this. So I don't really need to contribute with my personal evangelism because we've got this big program. We've got this big event. The church is kind of handling that for me. So I don't really need to. I I think that's a, a very good point.
2: And it's interesting. I think where you're seeing this corporate evangelism used to really work back in the 50s and 60s. we're going to go knock doors and how many baptisms do we have from that That's fantastic tent
1: meetings, gospel right meetings, tent meetings right. that's
2: great. those are corporate evangelism. We haven't come out of the 60s. we're still knocking on doors and people are like get off my property. I want no part of that now I'm not saying it doesn't work shout out Jerry Groves and Colorado. I mean, he goes, and knocks on doors, but he prays with people. I love the way Jerry does it is, Hey, what can we pray for you? You know, how can we pray for you? What do you need? Things like that. He'd meet the needs of, of, of his community and he'd get in their lives and that's great, but that goes more to the personal end. And so I think the church does these church sponsored events, a lot of which go nowhere, but it's like, man, if I just took a friend that I had from from work and I had him come over and I had you guys come over to the, you know, to the house, and we had four families together and he just got to be around other christians like sure that is is huge and can i also add on to your hot take here with i know this isn't this isn't my hot take but can we also stop acting like those who have their kids faithful it was just kind of a crapshoot. and those that didn't it's like well you know glad you did and and mine didn't but we basically did the same thing no you didn't no right. you didn't and go ahead go ahead and and, and i just i think it's frustrating that the families that kept their kids faithful, we need to go to them and go, what'd you do? How, how did you do it? What did you do different than anybody teach a else?
1: Class, something, yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. Have them teach a class, use their wisdom. What do they do? We are like, well, your kids are faithful. And, my kids aren't, but it's, we're
1: basically the same. And my point is, in the church because again uh, the, you might not like the phrasing but because of the overemphasis on evangelism we view the parents that keep their kids faithful as again like you said that's really not that important what's more important is baptizing people no right. families raising their kids yeah. to be faithful is so incredibly important it's not that evangelizing right. isn't but like you said Joe we kind of treat that as oh man they they got real lucky uh, how yeah. about
2: that you know really
1: cool but let's focus on more important things that's just not it at all
2: right when we could be to your point utilizing their wisdom to keep our families faithful what did you do right and that's the importance of elderships having faithful kids why we shouldn't skimp on that in the least is because you need to be able to look to your elder and go what'd you do how'd you keep right. your kids faithful and he's supposed to be able to keep the flock faithful as well i i love that point i think
0: was, that's a great hot take jack all right jack what you got i've got my nuclear hot take and then i've got oh. my regular oh, one boy. and oh buddy so that we don't go down the road of, of negativity we uh you know don't want to be all negative here. I'll drop the nuclear one and then move on, and okay. I'm not going to talk about it. Churches should help? not be bigger than 120. Take number Ooh. two. No, Take no, no, number no, 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 no. What? no, no. What? Take number what? two. Take number two. You heard me. Take number two is we oh, do not have right. a problem of elders being overbearing most of the time, of, of lording it over most of the time. We have a problem of them not taking enough authority. And so I would say, I would recommend, if we have any elders listening, Know what the boundaries of your role are and execute them. Like make make that make sure you're doing your job. Uh, this is something I'm writing on a lot. I recommend people go check out the "Becoming a People" book uh, page on Facebook. Um, we we think everything's voting. We think everybody has to say. We got a poll. We got to survey the people. We got no. The the reason you have that job is so that you we don't have to do that because... It's not the, a democracy. Right, yeah, right. it's not a democracy. And there are people that are tasked with, you know, they they because you, you look at the qualifications for Timothy as the preacher and for the elders that he's supposed to appoint and Titus is supposed to appoint, is like, you better be the best man in this congregation. You better be yeah. the, you know, like above reproach, blameless, the elite. nobody has anything against you. And that's not, you know, patting yourself on the back, I'm better than everybody else because you right. have to be humble too. But you also need to, the proof is in the pudding that you have done the work to be the responsible man you are somebody that we can trust with the the gospel with the church with the direction of it and you know kind of to your point earlier joe about the oh well we're all the same when people do the you know oh it's it's a democracy it's a vote we all have a say no certain people have earned the right to have that say certain people have earned the right to be the shepherd god has appointed them through the qualifications he's given and so something joe's probably sick of hearing me say this is when you're on the highway, there's a speed limit and it's dangerous, you know, to go flying over that speed limit, go 95 miles an hour. It's also dangerous to drive 20 miles an hour. And if you're driving 20 miles an hour on the highway and everyone's passing you at 75 and you go, well, I don't want to get a speeding ticket. I don't want to be dangerous by speeding. Like, cool. You need to go a little bit faster. And then as you can cre- creep closer to 75, then let's start worrying about speeding. And so, so many times we have this, well, I don't want to lord it over. I don't want to, don't want to be domineering. I don't want to be we're so far away from that most of the time that we need to get a whole lot more in that direction before we start worrying about going too far. And so, um, I, you know, very, very high praise to the elders who rule well, as, as Paul tells Timothy. Those who are doing this job are saying, I'm your shepherd, I'm over your soul, I'm going to be in your life, I'm going to be in your house, you're going to be in my house, so I'm going to know you, I'm going to know what you do, I'm going to know your kids' names, your wife, you know, like... That is so valuable. I'm gonna shepherd. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. shepherd. Yeah. like you. That is a God-given permission to insert yourself into people's lives. You're yeah. not. You're not being nosy. You're not overstepping. Like you've. You've got those boundaries. Work within them. And so, um. Yeah. And and not only do they need to hear that, members need to hear that. Let them do their job well. That's right. Multiple times we have writings of make their job easier. Don't be a pain in their side. Don't be. You know, uh, as in First Thessalonians five, it's in Hebrews thirteen, like. Let them do their job with joy, don't make it hard, don't be that sheep that's always running over the fence, they're having to drag back, kicking and screaming, and yet we have that with people. Well, if you don't do what I want, I'm going to the church down the road. Well, we voted on it, or people are saying this, no, so my hot take is, we need a lot more God-given execution of authority, rather than voting, things like that. So. We're gonna rewind here. No, you're not. Yes, we are. doing Oh, if I don't, you don't, I will. If I, you don't, I will because <laughs> I think one twenty is too high. You're commented one, with the the chicken buck <laughs> bot. Yeah. I saw it. No. Okay. No, no, I, I, think, I like I, I said, think, hey, it's it's Christmas time. It's the season to be jolly, uh, uh, as I said. I'm i, uh-huh. I only really got a few be more pugnation. things to hit, Joe. That's yeah. one uh-huh. of the qualifications. Uh-huh. Don't be pugnacious. And so I don't wanna uh nope. I don't wanna be starting anything two days before Christmas. Uh-huh. Just just stew uh-huh. on it a little bit. I know you said your number is a little lower. Anyway, that's... Uh, Stay it, tuned
1: for future episodes. That
0: yeah. goes hand in hand with my other take <laughs> though about eldering and shepherding and all that. No, so I agree. You can do the math. It's not that hard. That's But that's, that's why hard. unpacking that would help is it's not a blanket statement of if your church is
2: 250 or above, you're going to hell.
0: I didn't, yeah, it's no, not at all. Not at not
2: all. all. And, I, and I don't want people to get frustrated or say like, you know, uh, from that hot take perspective, we're allowed to have hot takes and not let it destroy everything. We're not trying to be negative. We're trying to say if we're going to do it best to the best of our ability if we're going to have a church that was a family that was there that the elders that ruled well the elders could be in everybody's life and really helping them toward heaven what number would you put it at how many how many can a man and this is why you have multiple elders but how many how many 250 member congregations have men that we would put in the upper echelon they should have a ton a lot of them unfortunately don't have that many have a handful have a handful
0: therefore they don't have enough to actually do the eldering. Well, not should. only that, as a preacher, you see these things that Paul is telling Timothy, hey, instruct the rich this, instruct the widows this. Like, you're supposed to go into their lives and say, hey, you've got a lot of money. This is how you're supposed to do it. Can you imagine that? What yeah. we do is get up and preach a sermon on money, and man, if you've got a lot, here's what you do. If you don't have much, here's what you do. Don't covet. Don't do that. All right, blanket statement for everybody. He's like, no, go to those people. Well, you get to a point uh, of in which you've got a preacher that doesn't know everybody's name. Like, he can't possibly at a certain point. And so, you know, things like that. But again, I told you, I don't want to be be uh, we had negative. to unpack it and again I, I, it is a fair thing i'm not saying it's wrong to have more i'm saying ideally right. for the things that we're supposed to do for the family environment we're trying to create right. that's very very hard at a certain level um all right so those are the hot takes we had some great comments come in <laughs> oh joel says the number is 144 very biblical uh, the 12 <laughs> uh <laughs> i like that i love I it like that um let's see uh yes Alyssa giving me the chicken thing um Let's see. Uh, somebody, a couple, very much agreeing with Will's take uh, about building each other up lifelong. Um, let's see. Uh, this one pushing back a little bit on Joe's take about the music. He, uh, Joel says he agrees with you broadly about the heart over sound priorities, but striving to make the singing beautiful um, is, is a, it's a good thing in itself. And you know, we don't want to have the gnostic tendency of like, oh, the sound doesn't matter. No, it does. Right. It does. And so it's uh, how we go about it. An interesting. Uh, uh thing that comes back around uh somebody said there there can be a general spirit of uh, chase said general spirit of coldness in the hearts of christians that comes out in our singing so uh some agreement some disagreement a great comment from rachel about my uh elders thing uh, about cultural in culture's influence of psalter. good grief Certainly I can't read. read. You're live, man. Culture. I'm live. <laughs> Culture's influence. Uh, we'll tell a story about that here in a minute. Culture's influence <laughs> of softer masculinity more than a fear of lording it over, perhaps. Uh, that We don't know what masculine leadership is, and so they yeah. can't apply it anyway. So that uh, that's a very valid uh, addition. All right. So that's our three, two, one. Three uh, underrated, overrated, properly rated hymns choose to this or that and then one hot take each i gave two hot takes just yes, your bonus one um what we want to do this is again our last episode of the year we have had a, a great time really uh, enjoyed getting emails and messages and comments from listeners all along uh, really have i've had a lot of fun today i hope everyone's uh, enjoyed uh doing this that are following live if you're catching it later uh, you'll have to watch out for our next live we won't do many midday ones it's the Friday before Christmas. We figured some folks are home. It's and freezing. And it's freezing. Yeah, nobody everywhere. Went out, so 2 o'clock seemed like a good good time. But we'll do, uh, in fact, in January, we're launching weekly Facebook Lives, uh, YouTube Lives. And so be on Those the Those will be that. a whole
1: lot shorter. And, think, yeah, I think we, fast. we had 20, 30, 15 20 minute things. We're going to um, try to adapt it to, sorry to interrupt you. No. We're going to try to adapt it to, man, there's stuff happening in the culture all the time. Right. We're Day always like this. texting each other, hey, we should really you know, do a live on this and react to this and we never right. really get around to it. Yeah. So I think the plan, and I don't want to speak for it just in case we need to change it, but it's Thursday to do it Thursday nights. We don't have a time yet. I don't think probably seven, I would imagine. Just, Something yeah, just like keep that. an eye
0: out for the announcement. Yeah. It'll, it'll be coming yeah. in January, mid January or so. Um, all right. So as we finish, uh, that's kind of our episode, but we're going to just recap the year a little bit. Uh, we started the year off with two episodes on we call it redeeming the time in a new year. So kind of goals, personal improvement, growth. We're almost at the end of 2022. Um, any thoughts on that? Anything you've learned? Adjustments, you know, recommendations for next year, things you're going to do, things, goals you feel like you hit, goals you want to pick up stronger next year. Not everybody all at once.
2: Yeah,
0: Jack, um,
1: you, you have a really easy job making us go first on everything. Yeah, that's exactly. Why don't you
0: go for it? Yeah, that's true. Okay, fair <laughs> good enough. Call. Um, no, I, it's, I know a lot of people are not big New Year's goals things, and you should not have to wait for January 1st to start a goal. Um, but on the other hand, calendars, we have calendars for a reason. You know, years, yep. we have festivals, we have feasts, we have Christmas, we have things that we do. Um, and so it's it's always a good time to reset and think, where was I a year ago today, and, and how have I grown, how have I changed? Uh, and so... The uh, family worship thing. I mentioned Will's family worship guide. That is a, a really handy thing I recommend people get into. We've done a pretty good job in our house of uh, the family devos. Um, uh, and so that's something uh, I want to keep going into next year. Uh, goals of, of personal stuff, work, scheduling. Um, man, there's just so many distractions. I've got to put Facebook and Twitter down way more often. And so that's that's what I'm shooting for in this next year and being more regimented with my schedule and not not burning the time that I do on my phone. You guys...
1: I'll go. Um, so, Rachel and I last year did a 75 hard challenge. And it's 70, if you don't know what it is, 75 straight days. You can't miss a day. Um, and it's two 45 minute workouts a day, a whole gallon of water, 10 pages of reading, and some kind of diet you have to stick to. And what I learned throughout that is that if you set your mind to something, you know, it's very cliche, but you set your mind to something and you wake up knowing, I have to get these things done today. Guess what? You get it done. You know what I mean? The, the way the 75 challenge worked is if you got to day 31 and then you missed a day, you had to start all the way back over on day zero, and then you didn't complete it. And so we woke up every day going, look, no matter what, we have to get this stuff done. And again, I think so often we can get into, well, let me, I'll get around to it later or or something along the lines of, I don't really have to get it done, so I'll push it to tomorrow. And that just, that attitude can just permeate and just continue to run rampant. And so what we want, what we're going to do starting in a few weeks is basically do something like that, but for our spiritual uh, growth, Bible study, prayer, again, it's it's one of those things that we, it can be very easy. And I'll speak for me personally to be like, man, my morning is really busy. Let me get to that later in the day. And then guess what? Later in the day rolls around, you never get around to it. Or man, my today is really busy. I'll, I'll do extra tomorrow and you never do. And so rather than, and again, not to look at it as a burden or as something that, well, I've got to do my Bible reading, but do it as something, you know, something like The mindset of this is a part of my life. So this is something I'm just going to do. And, you know, we're, we're pretty consistent about it, but I'd like to get even more consistent about it. And so that's kind of going to be me and Rachel's focus moving forward is just waking up every day. We're going to get this done. We're going to get it done, you know, before this time and, and see, see where that goes every day. So again, with a specific focus on, on Bible study and prayer.
2: Yeah. um, Good for you. I think that's great. I think uh, mine from a personal perspective, from a work goal perspective, I think I hit everything that I was hoping to this year and, you know, probably exceeded it. Uh, at this point, I probably work too much. So I need to set some boundaries, um, on things. And so I'm going to work on setting boundaries. I'm going to work on my prayer life, uh, a lot more. I think that's the one thing that's easy to get on the chopping block. When your job is to talk to people all day, you'd think it'd be easier to talk to God, but it's also, this sounds horrible, but it can kind of be one of those. That's like, that, I don't know, I'm just sick of talking. And so you can keep it quiet. And, and that sounds dumb. That's an excuse. I realize that, but I, I'm going to work on that as well. And just more consistently, Jack, I've been going to the gym with Jack when it's open on time, not holiday hours. Um, Yeah. Anyway. um, Yeah. And so I'm going to work on more than anything, just establishing a, an exercising habit. I'm not setting a goal in terms of losing weight, anything like that. It's like, I just want to make sure that I have a getting healthy the mindset, lifestyle, right? Exactly. Getting the mindset, right. So that's going to be my goal is set the boundaries where I have time to focus on prayer and making sure I'm hitting the gym, things like that.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're listening, you're a goal type of person. What is it for you? Is it, is it family worship time? Is it prayer? Is it more Bible time? Is it, uh, greater commitment to the church. What is it? Um, you know, I really challenge you to pick something, uh, put some time in it, be intentional about that. All right. Uh, just kind of a special for the, the deep thinkers or listeners. I'm going to audible,
1: Jack. I don't yeah. know where you were
0: going to go. I know I'm just the hitting these the last couple things we got, so go ahead.
1: Okay. So I want, and I'll give mine so that you guys have time to think because we didn't prep this before. Because I really want our listeners, if you're still on, we want to know what episodes y'all like to listen to. Yeah. So do us a favor. Comment your top three. I'm gonna give my top three. I'm gonna ask these two guys if you need to pull out your phone real quick so you can remember what are your, yep. what are the top three episodes yep. that we recorded this year that you enjoyed the most, mm-hmm. that you enjoyed the discussion for the most, because I want our listeners to do that exact same thing. If so you can't I'm give think mine, of
0: three, you know, fair enough. We're putting you on the spot. Uh, just at least leave one. Leave one that stood out an episode yeah, you exactly. enjoyed Le- or whatever. Leave
1: your leave your favorite. Um, so my three, and this is in no particular order. It's just the way that I'm um, kind of going through it. Uh, the what three church practices, would you change episode? That one was a really enjoyable episode to do. Uh, it was on the heels of our church reset episode. Um, and it, or church reset series rather. And it was one of those things that we all sat down with, Hey, you know, kind of for fun, hypothetical, if you could change something uh, about the church, what would you do? And so we each had, uh, three things that we changed that we submitted. So that was really fun to, to kind of discuss that. Um, the other – another one that I really enjoyed was the, our Halloween episode, one of the ones that was more recent. That was just a lot of fun, mainly because we kind of had some disagreement, and we got to kind of hash out a little bit different uh, viewpoints and different takes there. Um, so that one was a really good one. And then I uh, knew I was going to forget what was – oh, yeah, that's right, our public school episode. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed doing that one. Yep. Um, I think that's one of our higher-rated ones. So my three my three favorites, and I might be overlooking some, but the Halloween episode, the what three practice, uh, church practices would you change? And then the abandoned public schools episode, probably the three that I enjoyed most recording uh, for the year. But how about you guys? What what, what are you finding?
2: Go ahead, Joe. We've done a ton of these. This is what I'm realizing. (laughs) Uh, We've done a lot of these. I liked, and this is a cop out because there's multiple. I really liked the um, masculinity, feminism, like that whole arc. Sure, And so I think the, our masculinity, especially with, with the gym podcast coming out and some of the things we've been focusing on, I'm hoping to maybe start working on a book toward that. Um, that one is just standing out to me. I agree with you. The three things we change. I love, um, yeah. And there was one other that I saw in there. I actually really liked having, um, carry on. It made me think about, you know, with the angels and demons and such, but I don't know that I would put that. There was a one other that I had, and I was looking back through, hold on. Um, yeah, yeah. The three church practices you change. Um, boy, that's tough. That's tough. I no offense. Will. you weren't on for this one. I really did like <laughs> be a better member minister or elder. Um, that's just poorly named. Cause it was me and Jack discussing and Jack's like, well, we have to get this. Like it, it can't be, you know, me and you just you know working with one another has to be have like an actual name like yeah but it was so much more than a member minister elder because i don't get to just shoot the breeze i get to shoot the breeze with jack all the time i don't know what i'm talking about i don't get to ask him these questions all the sure. time and so i i did like that but shows like you the weren't episode where wasn't on was
1: the best one we've ever yeah, yeah probably definitely. the Amen. carrie yeah. gillis
2: one as well singleness <laughs> yeah. you weren't on for that one what other one? No. <laughs> anyway funny.
0: um yeah okay yeah I mean the Halloween one was a lot of fun I think that it was, was most, that one was. of the most fun to record there's another one that was more fun but we're going to tell you about it in a minute uh, <laughs> <laughs> true true um, uh, let's see you brought up the masculinity feminism or femininity marriage arc I think that was like really important stuff you know I felt like yeah. we did well uh, the ones that we put like extra extra work into because we wanted to get it right not that we don't not that we just you can't turn on the microphones and talk every week like it'd be terrible and so we we do research we do outlines we exchange notes and all that um but the ones christians and self-defense we put a lot of time into um yeah, yeah. that was race theory and critical race theory, yeah, critical critical race race theory. theory we right. all like Divided up you do this part you do the history of it you do this you do that listen and we to pushed that off for a few read. weeks yeah like we we yeah. multiple times were like we're not ready so um really putting the work in on those and then the q a one i mean the questions that, that got sent yeah. in yeah that was hard we had a little debate you know all that so that was fun um so I, i'd probably say those three i mean there there were a lot of fun ones um sure really appreciate uh we got some comments here uh, somebody said the marriage series, so as, as we had said, male, female, and, and marriage. Uh, the homeschool episode uh, spurred lots of got good conversations in our friends' Discord. That's cool. Uh, that's really neat to hear. Um, the Halloween episode, a couple votes for that. Um, angels and Demons. Uh, let's see. Uh, another person said the Sexuality Series and the Church Reset Discussions. Yeah. Uh, so those were first half of the year. Definitely yeah, go good. check those out if you didn't. Um, let's see. Uh... Let's see. Oh, this is cool. This guy, uh, Nathan, he says, uh, grateful for many of them as they've allowed dialogue with many who do not quite understand technology. I've gone over to my father's home, a guy who still uses a flip phone, and I've been able to use your topics as basis for deep and quality conversation with a Christian man who I love and respect. Um, awesome. Thanks, Nathan. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. There, there's a few fantastic. here that said, you know, it came up in other discussions, the Halloween episode, spurred discussion, the homeschool episode, that one. Uh, that, honestly, and I'm sure you guys would agree, like... That's what we do this for, you know. We hope it's not just one person listening, but that really this is getting biblical ideas out, and and that's why we we take it seriously. We want to make sure we're saying true. We want to think and, deeper. Yeah, getting people to want think everybody deeper. exactly. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's the that's the name. Uh, another comment: reclaiming sexuality from the culture. The church reset episodes. It's time for box checking Christianity to die. Uh, a lot of fun ones there too. Um, so. Again, I know we're going to post this on the podcast feed on Monday. There will be people who are not watching live. I'm sorry you're not getting to share your feedback. Come to the Facebook post uh, and and drop your comments. Uh, We want to hear from as many people as possible. Or if you listen on YouTube, leave a comment there. Your favorites. Um, Just join in the conversation. Uh, Sorry you can't be uh, read live on the air like the rest. But uh, it's, uh, it's just a lot of fun. Be sure to share your feedback as well. All right. We're going to capture – or going to share a couple of funny stories uh, from behind the scenes that we've had this year. I think we we each have one. Um, Will, why don't – or who's doing the Toy Story one?
1: I've got – oh, i got to share okay. this one. go for okay. it. Okay. Uh,
0: there was the so, Baptism Myths episode, I think.
1: Yes, yeah, so there's an episode debunking <laughs> Baptism Myths. Um, it was – I think we posted it way back in April or something like that. The – Whenever we were uh, recording back then, we would go back and listen. Jack would post the raw audio to us, like send it to us and say, hey, listen, if you catch anything wrong or anything we need to cut, let us know. That was the most fun raw audio to go back and listen to (laughs) of all time. So (laughs) what happened? And I don't don't even remember which part. We are in the middle of our episode talking about baptism myths. And all of a sudden, Toy Story, the song, You Got a Friend in Me, that one right there. Whoops. (laughs) All of a sudden starts playing and, and me and Jack Lu are like, what on earth and Joe pulls out his phone. he had set some kind of alarm and that was his ring to, or that was the the sound for his alarm was you got a friend in me. So we of course had to cut that part. <laughs> the best part, it's not even the best part though. the funniest part throughout the entire rest of the episode. I encourage you go back and listen. Jack, mainly Joe, sometimes me, sometimes we're dropping Toy Story references that we did not cut throughout the entire rest of the episode. Um, we I may have cut know. one or
0: two of them, but no, I, yeah, the references I was, are all there. It's are they all we, we died like, laughing and had to stop recording and pick yeah. it back up over <laughs> things It took like, me like man, two really, hours to, to edit that episode
1: <laughs> that really created a buzz, you know, stuff yeah. like that. You know, yeah. all Toy Story, references. God loves us
2: to infinity and and, and beyond, yeah, yeah exactly. Like.
1: So if you if you don't remember that, go back and listen again. We cut out the the ringtone part but you you should
0: pick up on the Toy yeah. Story reference part that oh, one was that one was hilarious it makes for a great ringtone like setting it up like I'm about to you know like yeah drop one in and then yeah you if you, if I you pay think close it, enough attention you'll hear a, a pause where I had to cut the thing and then back on if we so.
1: should if we if we still have the raw audio Jack we should do like an exclusive oh, uh, <laughs> post that audio so can <laughs> listen to it. yeah anyway and I like, think
2: Will was getting frustrated initially like come on guys we gotta get it together and Jack and I just we could
1: not get so it
0: together long to get and then he got he got it into got to the point
1: where jack had to turn off his zoom
2: screen because he was laughing so
0: hard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just got us going yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man.
2: all right what's Joe, another funny one? one well coincidentally and this is terrible it tells you our minds in the gutter um on the we did the sexuality ones and it's so difficult to not have like yeah it, it's things can can come up, and i don't think we cut any there was nothing we cut there was nothing inappropriate nothing like that but it can be there's awkward moments. You want to they're, be they're professional and moments. mature and all that, yes. Correct. Correct. And so yeah, we I don't think we cut anything from those. And we're actually pretty proud of ourselves because we can get we can cut up from time to time and have a good time. And the Toy Story was just one of those moments. <laughs> um and so yeah, it's it's always good when we can get through these episodes. But matter of fact, I think we cut way less as we went along. Um yeah. like there because we used to yeah, I think we used to make some, you know jokes or whatever along the way and again nothing like toy Story. stupid yeah. like, oh, let's cut that so um what's, what's your the, uh did you have i don't only in the fact that after the q a i think i was way more i called will on the way home oh yeah that's oh right. yeah <laughs> i'm driving home after our q a and i'm like the head coverings debate all right man like what do you where, where'd you fall on that you were kind of quiet and will's like well i don't know you know you make i think jack makes some good points and and i understand where you're coming from i like Bro, I have no idea what I believe.
1: <laughs> Joe, I think Joe's exact words were, yeah, I'm even more confused now than when we started them. I went we in the
2: with the one side and studied it quite a bit. And then, you know, went in on the, like, Jack had some points. Like, I don't really know. And I've studied it since, actually. I was just reading a book two days ago. Um, and I got to finish it. I got a, a little bit left, maybe a couple chapters left. But um, I'm still working on that one in my mind. But, yeah, that was one of those after the episode, I just yeah i had to call you will and debrief a little bit because i know where jack falls on it i wasn't i wasn't sure and then i was like all right i need a little sanity and i need a little bit of like down the line which way are you leaning so yeah. i appreciate your help we on ask that. him but, yeah.
1: we ask him every day where, where are you on the spectrum joe <laughs> like which, yeah that's which, that's kind of been their joke yeah
2: so where are you leaning today like and it has flip-flopped
0: actually like three times so keeps going back and forth but, all right jack you got to tell but, your, Yeah, jack go your for 21. it okay this i think it was uh, the masculinity episode and Joe and I, and it stayed in the episode. There was a little back and forth, a debate about, you know, Joe was saying, as, as a man of the church, you should be getting up and, and leading, praying, or maybe teaching a class or giving a Devo or whatever. And I'm a little bit more separation of gifts and roles. And not, that's not for everybody, you know, not everyone should become teachers or not, not many of you become teachers, things like that. And so I disagreed. Well, then we had to stop. There was like an interruption or something, but it was very brief. And so... I thought we kept on the interruption, and so Joe and I started like, like Jack.
1: I, like Jack thought we were just talking about the episode. Yeah, still. I thought we
0: were like recapping, like you know, because Joe they said like, all right, we got to do the you know like checking where we were on the outline, let's get back into it. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize we oh. got back into it. And so I start arguing with Joe as, like, brothers across the dinner table kind of thing. Like, no, what are you, like, uh-uh, uh-uh. and <laughs> Like, just, no filter whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And me you and know.
1: Joe are sitting here thinking, like, we're live, and we're like, is he really saying that? Yeah,
0: and <laughs> not, you know, I'm not, like, being mean or anything, but just also, like, maybe a little stronger than I would come across on <laughs> on air. And I look, and they're they're both looking, like, they got a weird look on their face, I'm like, Did you guys think we're recording? (laughs) (laughs) Like like five, like like a five-minute rant where they're looking at me like.
2: It was longer than that. We were going back and forth for like 10 plus minutes. We had to cut it off.
1: <laughs> okay, I got it. Can I tell the joke? It, it's not really that bad. The, the one line that was, yeah, that okay, was hilarious. Fine. So again, Jack's trying to make the point that it's not, <laughs> something, it's not something that everybody can just get up and do. And he just very gruffly goes, look guys, it's not open mic night. <laughs> you know, talking <laughs> about talking about men getting up to preach or to sing or whatever. I mean That's when we're like, like, oh wow, that's kind of harsh.
2: Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. This was harsh up to this point, but it was all acceptable. Like somebody yeah. turned... The mean mean dial up on Jack, but we can all post this. And when he said it's not open mic
0: night, not every every guy should you know it's like
2: <laughs> hold on. Now.
0: I think like, I left that line in the episode though. I might I don't know. Did you? I, I I had thought, a, I'm pretty I sure had you thought it. I thought you around cut it, it pretty closely, but I thought you cut Yeah. Uh, it's not all as as clean as it some um, it doesn't always come off clean on air anyway, but it's it's not as uh Clean, uh, not as what's the clean word I'm looking cut. for? Yeah, yeah, not clean cut, not, uh, it's not as smooth. That's what I'm saying, it's uh, as ago. as it uh, sometimes is presented as. But uh, yeah, we just wanted to share some stories. End of year, uh, thank all the deep thinkers who have, uh, gone a year with us. Uh, again, yeah. 52 episodes at this point. And so, uh, go back and really listen to the baptism for... one if you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're yeah. really excited
1: for next year on a serious note, too. I mean, yeah. this is something yes, yes, we, we are.
0: Really appreciate
1: y'all listening and and contributing in the way you have the facebook comments the emails and stuff we are got a good lineup for 2020 uh, and we're
2: also going to look for more interaction we're going to try to build that in we got some exciting things we're going to try to increase interaction with you guys as much as possible um
0: and so if you have ideas surrounding that as well let us know but yeah, yeah we're pretty excited look out you know for we mentioned facebook lives youtube lives on thursdays that'll start kind of mid to late january uh, and so just things like that. Uh, where you said more interaction, more content, more deep thinking, more Bible study, more everything that we're trying to do here. And so, um, yeah, that's uh, I've, I, we've we've gone over an hour here. I didn't realize we we had that much to say. Get so uh, again, if you're catching this late, give us your overrated, underrated, propellered hymns. Uh, give us you know your your takes on the two Paul or Moses, old or New Testament, Pentecost or Sermon on the Mount. Give us your hot takes, whatever you got. Um, yeah, just uh, and give us your favorite episodes. That was the other one. And so uh, there's a lot of fun with the Facebook. Yeah. Uh, really, we got a lot of comments. I think there was 40 plus comments or something. And so really, uh, wow. thank you to all of you uh, for tuning Thanks in. Guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This, this is a lot of fun uh, for us. Yeah. And so we will talk to you guys, Lord willing, in the new year. All right, that wraps up our holiday hangout episode. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's listening here after the fact on podcast or YouTube. Uh, Before we get out of here, I want to uh, drop a reminder that our sale of the week through the end of the year is Will's Family Worship Guide. And so if that's uh, a habit you're wanting to start up with your family, highly recommend it. It's on sale right now at focuspress.org. Go check that out. Uh, Set that New Year goal. And uh, yeah, other than that, that, I think that does it for us this week. And Lord willing, we will be back to talk to you starting in 2023.